Hey friends, so today I want to talk about habits and balance. We talk a lot about how we get into these ruts of doing things over and over again, and pretty soon they're a habit, um, but not just that, that we then call them just who we are. You know, we just, we say no to things, we stop doing things um, just simply because we think that that's the way we are. And truthfully, they're just habits that we get into. So what I want to do is talk about balanced life habits. So things that we need to incorporate in our lives every day so that we can actually feel more centered, more balanced, and like we're actually putting ourselves um, in the front for a change, you know, that we're making ourselves a priority. And that involves some real conscious, deliberate, uh, intentional focus on what we do each day. You can also get this list that I'm going to go through today. Um, there's going to be a link in the show notes so you can print it off and, and grab it. But that's, that's what we're going to talk about today. I wanted to also go over, I joined Noom, which is this um, psychology-based weight loss and, and health app, which if you haven't heard of it, check it out. Um, it's just very interesting. So that's one new habit I'm trying to create. And then I'm also going to this local personal trainer here. I'm doing, trying to do that as well. So I'm trying to create new habits. And, and I thought, well, this is a great time to kind of um, talk about that and kind of give you the update, but also, you know, inspire you to hopefully look at some new habits that you can add to your life. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hangups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, quick reminder if you haven't done so yet, hop onto Facebook and join the Badass Midlife Facebook group. It's where you're going to see a little bit more information on the topics we talk about, upcoming special guests, and then once in a while I'm going to pop on there and do a Real Talk roundtable with a really juicy midlife topic that we can all talk and share. So I hope to see you there. Hello everyone. Hope you're having a great day so far. I had a wonderful couple days. I had a little cousins reunion with some of my cousins from downstate that I don't see often and it was really a lot of fun. And you know, when you get together with other women in midlife, especially family where you can be very very open and and just uh, vulnerable about your lives, you realize how much you miss that and how much that's such a necessary part of life for us to have these open connections and and be able to have outlets to have these conversations that you probably wouldn't have with anybody so I have my sister so for me it's just like I have this built-in permanent sounding board thank the Lord because it's not like some things you know that you want to talk about your spouse or partner with or your parent it's not like that there are just some things where you're feeling a little bit um, weak and a little bit uh, questioning some of the things that you're feeling and thinking and you just need a person that you can fully fully trust to let those things out um, but what I learned about this weekend is that we all have things that um, are very unique to us, obviously, in the way that we were raised and the way we grew up. 
and they have truly impacted who we are as people today. And from the outside, just like any other person that you might know, members of your family might seem like there's really, you know, nothing going on, like that everything is perfect and they have just all their shit figured out, you know. Um, But it's very helpful to have that space and time to let people that are close to you in your life really share uh, about how they um, feel right now at this stage in their life and what those things in their past, uh, how those things have impacted who they are today. And it's so fascinating and so interesting and so beautiful. And I kind of went into that a couple days feeling very down myself about you know, just, I don't know, there's just times of year where you're just a little bit overwhelmed and overloaded. Um, But I came out of it completely different. I came out of it very um, refreshed and warm. I don't know how to describe it. Just, it felt good to be able to kind of put those emotional arms around other people. And it actually makes yourself feel better. So I want to encourage you, if you haven't done something like that, even with, you know, a bestie or if you have a sister or cousins or people that you just trust completely in your life, uh, encourage you to do that and take some time to to just have a getaway. And it doesn't mean that you have to go out and crank it you know and do all these crazy things I mean we had a couple great fun meals but we also spent a great deal of time in a hotel room just as having a little round table which I love those uh, that term because I do think that it's where you can look at each other's face and really start to feel what someone is feeling and get into how they are and and really show support um, so the, to me that was the best part of it it was sitting and just talking and sharing stories and really being candid about how we feel right now. Uh, Midlife is tough and turns out it's tough for everyone for different reasons. And, um, you know, just taking that opportunity to hear other people's story, especially people that you care about was was a great, great experience. So I did want to just start with that because I think it's hugely important to find that time to connect with people, especially women in uh, a similar situation, similar age group, um, similar stage of their lives. Uh, It's just really helpful. Like I said, it took me out of this uh, little mini funk I was in just because I had to sort of put my listening and caring and um, empathy hat on, you know, where you're just really thinking about and feeling what someone else is going through and trying to you know, give them the words and the support and the place that they need to, to be able to speak openly and feel very comfortable. And I honestly felt everyone was so very comfortable and open and honest. I didn't feel anyone was holding back. And that's the beauty. And especially the more you do this, the more comfortable and easy that becomes. So definitely do yourself a favor and go do a little girl trip, cousins trip, whatever. It didn't, take you know a week it took a couple days and um, I think everybody came out of that just a lot better for it so anyway so today I want to talk about you know having a balanced life I have spoken to many people in different um, health and self-care fields and I think that having a balanced life at the end of the day is the key to 
pretty much feeling good every day. And so I created this checklist. It's going to be in the show notes. It's called the Balanced Life Daily Checklist. And basically what it boils down to is that you have three areas of yourself, your wholeness as a person that you need to address every single day in addition to your daily life. So life is busy. We have a lot going on. Some of us still have kids at home. Some of us um, have more stresses from our jobs. Some of us are newly retired and we're dealing with how that new life uh, feels and the challenges that it brings. And so uh, we're all in different stages, but we're all trying to navigate and stay, stay connected and balanced to who we are as well. And focusing on paying attention to these three areas in some way or another will really help keep everything in alignment and keep you feeling really good. And so you're not feeling that you're um, always on the back burner or that you're never, you know, the one that gets to do something for yourself. So the first area, obviously try to squeeze in physical. So anything that, that helps your body physically The second area is to do something that is creatively stimulating, something for your mental health. And then the last is uh, social, so interacting with other people. So we'll start with physical. This is obviously no-brainer here. Take some time every day. And when I say every day, like I was one of these people that was like, okay, but Monday through Friday, right? Because Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to take it off. That's fine if you want to take you know a day off and not do something rigorous like if you're going to do a gym or a personal trainer Um, but as far as physical activity that needs to just happen every day seven days a week you need to find ways to either get get those steps in you know that minimum of 10,000 steps but if not that just a consistent 30 minute walk a a light you know um workout where there's just maybe something that you do on youtube or um you know some sort of program on on one of the paid uh, platforms that you can watch and just do something easy um that just gets you moving and gets those joints lubricated so i just love the walk it's easy you throw your shoes on you go it doesn't matter you know how hot or cold I always find a way to do it if it's super hot because I don't really like hot weather I just make sure that I'm getting up early enough to get in front of that um, and so that I can get it in you know like I said I do a personal trainer workout but that's only two days a week it's intense it's 20 minutes I don't really um, it's definitely not Um, an aerobic workout it's more for strength and just building muscle strength and and bone health and so it's kind of strenuous and I don't I can't say that I look forward to it but I know that it's important so um, so I do that a total of six times a month it's kind of weird because it's it's uh it's like two times a week but then there's other the way it works out it's just like anyway the average is uh, two times a week and it's good I like I said, I don't love it, you know, as I'm getting ready to strap on my shoes and go. I come out of there and I'm just trembling. My legs or arms or whatever day it was are like jello. Um, but it's, you know, there's just something that feels really right about it. And it's an area of my body and my health that I just have overlooked. And that is just becoming strong. 
and really paying attention to bone health. So it's not about just like, oh, I'd love to get rid of this cellulite, which I do, um, but it's also that we need to go into our older years strong. You know, if we wanna go do these fun things, we have to have some strength and some stamina, and that just doesn't happen by itself. And you don't just automatically stay the, the, the virality that you are now those things just start to kind of fade away for everyone. So if we don't pay attention, you know, we just kind of lose that strength and then that kind of takes away from um, our fun activities that we can do later. So also part of physical is spending some time uh, taking care of your body with meditation. So this is something that I haven't fully, fully committed to, but I'm making a serious effort because I realize that um, for a lot of people, this comes up as far as just being able to let some things go and let our minds stop wandering and going into crazy town all the time. Like even when we're just sitting and trying to relax, sometimes we just cannot seem to quiet our minds and our to-do list. And oh, this, I got to do this. And I got to, I'm sitting here deliberately, but I'm just like a sitting, 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 but I have all of this mental list of things that we have to do. But it's a great practice to meditate and continue to challenge yourself to in those moments when you go back into that flurry of thoughts to just center back and get focused on breathing. My sister and I talk about how we don't breathe right. And it's just such a silly thing where you think, what do you mean you don't breathe right? Well, when you're thinking and you have all of this mental to-do list going on, you're breathing shallow, you're not breathing these deep cleansing breaths, your mind isn't getting what it needs from those deep breaths. So that's why meditation is something, you know, yes, it's for your mind, but it's for your physical body. It's for you to feel better, to be able to Um, approach the day more cleansed and feeling even more strong to approach exercise or walking. It's just a huge part of what I want to make uh, a habit for myself because I think that as we get older too, we just need that dedicated time to clear our heads, to clear out some of the dirty thoughts and the thinking and the and the negative just we just need to reset and and it's important to try to do it every day and squeeze that in so physical activity you know a a workout sprinkled in there some meditation yoga or stretching another fantastic fantastic thing to do for me I also feel like stretching is something that is so underrated. (laughs) Um, We don't do it enough. We don't do it enough. And as we get older, we need to do it more and we do it less. And that's part of um, what I think has gives us those little morning aches and pains. And so having a practice where you can sort of do a morning walk, um, come back as you are, you know, getting back from that, do a little meditation do a little stretching, and then do your shower, cleansed, refreshed, having that little rush from your walk, but also having warm, lubricated muscles and joints. Just imagine how that would change the approach to your day. We just rush through our mornings so much because we are literally like a slingshot getting ready to do all these things for everyone else. 
and we're just not really caring about what we need to do to first fill our own tank. So the physical component of a balanced life is super important and just I encourage you to to think about that every day. Whatever it is, if you can only do 15 or 20 minutes, do at least one of those things every day. So the walk, um, a little bit of a workout, the meditation every day. It should just be a practice, um, maybe with the stretching, but always move your body and give it what it needs to prepare for the day. Okay, so the second bucket is creative stimulation, any kind of mental uh, work, right? So that you can stimulate your mind. I think that reading a book, for example, is again, something that we stopped doing at some point in our lives, whether it's because we all have iPads and tablets and phones that we're just scrolling on, but it does really impact our minds. Reading is so good for so many reasons, not work-related reading, but just an actual book. So a novel, a self-help book, whatever it is that you need. Um, you know, we, we build our vocabulary. We we have to put thoughts together. We're trying to make sense of things. This is all stuff that's really good for our mind to, to have us maintain that mental acuity that we need as we go in to midlife. So even if it's short little books, I love short little books like um, like the Four Agreements, for example. Go back and read something like that. Don't sweat the small stuff. That's a great, easy read. Um, it's a self-help style, literally just about what it says. Don't sweat the small stuff because everything is small stuff, basically, is the subtitle. And it's so good because in the sense of you getting just that whole mental stimulation from reading, you're also learning perspective. You know, you're you're really outside of your zone of stress and you're just listening, you know, you're putting these thoughts together, you're you're talking yourself through what the book is saying and it's really taking you to another place. And I'm all about, you know, doing these activities and doing these things that take us outside of where we are. I'm a huge creative and so it feels like for me like I love to do anything with design. I I love to do interior design. I love to look at a space and look at how I can change it. Um, any kind of art that you like to do, photography, um, cooking, you know, cooking is a real creative expression. So to do it in a way where it's not the mundane cooking, but you really experiment and you're trying to do new things. That's actually a very creatively stimulating activity. Just draw, you know, paint, doodle, whatever it is that you love to do, any kind of craft that really takes you outside of that stressful thinking and is just focusing on this part of your brain that you need to keep very stimulated, just that creative side. I'm a doodler, so even when I'm at work and I'm listening to a meeting um, or in a meeting and I'm just thinking, I have my flare pen and a notebook and I'm just doodling away because for me, in order to even have a very... Um, well thought out intellectual thought from my left brain, I need to engage my right brain to keep, keep things kind of open and flowing um, because otherwise too much of the data and information that I receive just puts me in stop mode where it's like, okay, stop, this is too much. 
But if I incorporate something that gives me a little bit of flow, it keeps the ideas flowing through. I don't know if any of you are like that, but um, I, I just feel like creativity is the key for us to be able to learn and absorb everything that goes on in our lives. If we don't uh, sort of have that part of our lives and we address that need, um, really nothing else can get in because our minds are made in that way that we need to creatively express and feel and do things. God gave us a gift of some kind, something that we enjoy doing that isn't just uh, data-based. You know, there's something that we love to do. It could even be dancing. Um, there, there's just singing, you know, something where you just want to do karaoke, get, get the words to come up on, on TV and just like sing a song, any of those things that really, um, relax you and offer just that openness so that you can face anything else that comes into your day, just much more open and with a more open flowing mind. And so, I'm big on creativity. And when my girls were little, we used to do creative activities on the reg. I mean, it it didn't matter what we had going on. We would do Play-Doh. We would paint. We would draw. We would read. If I didn't have anything planned, we would go out and get rocks. And we'd get that little set of paints and we'd paint rocks. Um, And so I had more painted rocks than anybody ever needs. But The whole point is it gets you out of whatever that mood is, right? If you're feeling whiny or if you had a bad day or already you had a bad morning, um, you put your mind on doing something creative and it's a beautiful cleansing release. So we take that so for granted, but we all have a thing, even if it's journaling, like I said, it is such a soothing relieving calming activity and like I said it gives you balance and when that part of you isn't addressed that that creativity you will feel off balance we all need it in some form or another so figure out what that is for you you know is it just okay I'm gonna get um, a little book and I'm gonna work through a book every week uh, one of these small ones just to kind of keep myself mentally stimulated am I gonna start journaling am I gonna maybe even take a little online uh, course on photography or something creative that I've liked to do Uh, draw paint um, anything anything that you maybe were really um, someone that something that you enjoyed when you were a kid that you could sort of tap back into and just you know, say, how can I work this back into my life? Um, so that's as creative, creative and uh, the sort of the mental stimulation part. And then finally is the social. And I talked a little bit about this, just interacting with people, getting together with people, call a friend and make it not so much about uh, gossip or, you know, what other friends are doing, but just literally, how are you? What's going on with you? Um, what's new? What have you been doing? Any trips planned? Talk about forward thinking thoughts, positive things, engage. And even if it's negative things because someone needs to dump some stuff on you, that's great because it ends up being a positive because you're going to get into that problem solving mode. You're going to get out of your own stuff. And then, like I said, it feels really good to be there for someone and really talk through what they have going on. You leave that conversation feeling so much better 
even if they dumped a bunch of stuff on you. I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but you know, sometimes when we hear someone else and we're able to get them to move to the next square and get off of that, out of that little rut they were in of that, of that messy thinking and that, and that doom and gloom, we feel better, right? So just what that interaction with a friend or um, you know, someone special in your life can do is life-giving. Again, it's it's the key to a balanced life. Just call someone up, go get coffee, go get a drink. Have even some, some self-talk and gratitude talk with yourself. If you can't necessarily get someone to talk to every day or you don't interact with someone every day at work where you take five minutes and just be like, hey, let's go over here and have coffee, something like that. Even if you can't do that, Maybe you do a little bit of uh, gratitude self-talk, you know, make sure that maybe you know you're going to have a huge busy day when you're doing your makeup in the morning instead of listening to a podcast, which is what I do. Have a little gratitude self-talk like, you know what, I I feel good today. Today, I think I'm going to make a real focus on paying attention to how everyone else is doing and and I'm really, really grateful for my job and even how I feel today. I'm, it's not perfect, but it's really better than it was yesterday because I was stretching and da-da-da. And this this kind of gratitude uh, self-talk is, in a sense, interacting where you feel like you are having a, a conversation and you're interacting with someone even if it's yourself because you know we do have to have good positive self-talk I and mean, that's how we motivate ourselves is that internal dialogue but sometimes when you speak it and give it a voice even if it's for you it really helps you um, also just maybe making an appointment to talk to someone else if you feel like you need to talk to a life coach like me or a therapist or whatever it is that you need to do just that interaction it doesn't mean that you're going there you know that whole line of thinking that i need to shrink i have a problem no you just need to have conversations with people that are um about you that aren't about work they aren't about bitching about your life or your day they aren't about complaining They're really about kind of getting to the center of you and what you have going on and whatever that takes, whether it's just, you know, someone, like I said, a friend or family member or therapist, or maybe you're talking to yourself, just having conversations and talking things through the act of actually speaking it out um, is beneficial. And it's different than the journaling. It's different than the creativity in the way that when we put voice to things, we hear them in a different way we convince ourselves in a different way. That's why people, you know, before something big, before a sporting event, they're like, we can do this, let's go, 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 right? They're just jazzing themselves up. So you can do that with yourself or someone else in your life, but the interaction and the, just the activity of having those conversations and putting words to things is gigantic. So, all right, and so those are the three areas that I'd love for you to try and focus. Uh, for yourself to add those little pieces in for a really balanced life. Like I said, you can get the checklist. It's called the Balanced Life Daily Checklist. I'm going to have it in the show notes where you can just uh, click on it and download it. Super simple. Um, And I did want to touch on Noom one more time because I do think it's an amazing app. It does cost something. I'm not an affiliate or anything like this, but I did want to 
talk about it just to have you to try it if you're struggling with you know maintaining healthy um, diet and exercise habits because what I do love about it is it's really a hundred percent about awareness and I think everything in our lives is it's about being tuned in and aware and so it just really makes you pay attention to the quality of what you're eating to the water content of what you're eating to how fullness feels versus hunger um, to how movement every day is something that makes you actually feel better and you're aware of that it's just all about awareness and my favorite little tip that I've learned so far and I think I'm in week week three or four maybe is habit bundling which I've learned isn't just something that we do in um, health but when you take a habit try to create a habit of something but you bundle it with something that you love so you take this habit where it's like it's gonna be a little bit of a challenge for you to do. So I'm gonna start walking 30 minutes every single day, seven days a week, I don't care. Rain or shine, I'm gonna figure out a way to get it in, right? You're, you know you're gonna struggle with it a little bit. You also know that every day you have this podcast that you subscribe to and um, the daily episodes are 20 or 30 minutes long or even if they're an hour. And you say to yourself, I love to listen to this and I listen to it every day, but I'm going to make it so that I only listen to it when I'm going on this walk, that I'm going to bundle this thing that I really, really love and want to do with this thing that I'm trying to convince myself to do. And I talk about habit bundling a lot. It, it, I don't know, it's been something kind of in the front of my mind in talking to my daughters, especially my youngest one, because it is sometimes difficult to get yourself to start something new but when you always think of the positive and the silver lining and what the outcome will be, or you bundle it with a very positive result, um, you can actually inspire yourself to do it even better. But this one even a step further, where it's like while you're doing the thing, right? If you can bundle it with something that you love, you're actually going to be significantly more likely to go ahead and pull the trigger and, and actually do it. So um, I hope that this helped you today just to kind of think about how you can do little things every day to help you feel more balanced and more well-rounded. I'm a huge fan of becoming a more balanced person and I think that when we get into midlife we forget we've gotten to this point where we put ourselves on the back burner and that's our habit and we have to kind of break free of that and start really deliberately taking care of ourselves in in new and different ways and so hope that you guys got something out of that today I will talk to you next time enjoy the rest of your day talk to you soon